No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. Hello, everybody. This is Duncan Fisher. So, the big bosses upstairs say that my last broadcast was unacceptable. They say I have to apologize to you, my loyal fans, and to the Solaris 7 Gaming Commission. Did they threaten my job? Was I called into a boardroom where some lawyer read off the laundry list of infractions, professional infringements, and insubordinate actions I've taken over the past ten years? Did my fifth wife just petition the courts to become my fifth ex-wife? And does my car still smell like the atrian cuisine I evacuated into the passenger seat while it was occupied by the daughter of the Prime Minister of Hall? Yes, all of this is true, ladies and gentlemen. But that's why we need to get one thing straight. Do you want to hear corporate lines from a man who sits down and takes his licks from a man in a suit and tie, spewing out the company motto every chance he gets? No, I don't think that's what you, the fans of Solaris 7, want. You want a man who isn't afraid to call it like he sees it. You want a man who makes his own decisions. You want a man who tells you how it is, in and out of the arena, regardless of corporate sponsorships, money-laden endorsement deals, and political schemes. You want me, Duncan Fisher, and that is who you're always going to get. I may not always say what everyone wants to hear, but I do say what needs to be said. This has been the Duncan Fisher Minute. You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. This is Duncan Fisher, and tonight's podcast is brought to you by Comstar Brewery. We know how and when you like your coffee. Hey everyone, welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 83. My name is Darren, and I am your host tonight. It is July 31st, 2013. And my shout out, well I got two of them tonight. First one is to my friend uh, UC's Old World Miniatures Kickstarter. If you're into tabletop uh, games, miniatures, and so forth, check it out. It's pretty cool. Uh, I think they look Pretty awesome. And also, my second shout out is to the Meta Douche World Tour 2013. Check out the shirts. Brandon? Hello, this is Brandon, also known as Patrick Hell, and I'm actually switching it up for once. Uh, my first shout out is going to Mexpex, the second one to Aces, and the third one's going to MWOG for an awesome 1950s Thera Therma audio clip. It's a fantastic sound. Wow, you totally changed that up, man. I know, I changed like a whole two words. Indeed. Uh, Greg, are you here? I am. You got a shout-out? Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to the uh, other streamers on the, the Metallic.com channel, specifically the guys that are rocking MechWare Online. 
Sweet. I've seen you over there a bit. And uh, MP, you got a shout out? I can do uh, everyone, a few of you guys currently watching us on twitch.tv slash ngngtv. I will be looking at you guys for questions as well. Right on. And let's see, uh, Wing, you might be participating a little bit tonight. So is there anybody you want to shout out to? I'm going to shout out to uh, headset manufacturers. (laughs) (sighs) You and me both, buddy. And uh, George, since uh, you might be participating a little bit as well, do you have anybody you'd like to shout out to? Yes. Hi, everybody. This is George. I'd like to send a big shout out to our buddy Phil and say, hey, Phil, thanks for not showing up. You have made the podcast much more fun. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) poor, poor Phil. We'd like to say welcome to all of our live studio audience, of course, to all of our new listeners. Uh, Thank you for showing up and participating. We appreciate it. We ask if you have the ability to go to our website and give us a tip if you can. Tip jars on the right side. Scroll down a little bit. And also, are you going to be doing any shopping online? Maybe Amazon Newegg or Tiger Direct? If so, help support the show while shopping for cool stuff online by clicking on the Amazon Newegg or Tiger Direct buttons on our website. Right side, scroll down. Again, it won't add anything to your charge, but it gives NGNG a little kickback. It's a great way to support everything we do if you don't want to or cannot donate directly. And um, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice or anything, but uh, I am a little bit under the weather tonight, so I apologize for that. Um, Phil's gone. I'm sick. But we've got this whole group of people here to support and keep the uh, podcast going. So we were able to record today. I want to thank you all for showing up. Also, speaking of the podcast, our RSS feed is fixed. Uh, if you want to resubscribe, that's what you have to do. If you're not getting it on your podcatcher or whatever, you need to unsubscribe and resubscribe. The new RSS feed is feeds.feedburner.com forward slash NGNG. And as far as all of you contacting us about iTunes, I know I am super trying to get that uh, fixed and repaired and working again. As soon as we have it, I'm going to try again. As soon as this podcast is over, we'll let you know. So it'll be working on iTunes hopefully sooner rather than later. Also, uh, NGNGCon mentioned this a few times in streams and past podcasts. It is confirmed. So I want to give you those dates and the location, sort of the location. Of course, most of you know September 17th is the official release date of MechWarrior Online. September 26th is the MechWarrior Online official release party in San Francisco. And on September 27th, the following day, NGNGCon confirmed in San Francisco as well. We do have the venue um, uh, booked, and we're just basically putting together an informational post uh, with a little poster and all that kind of stuff so you guys can get all the details. So look for that within the next few days. Fly me out the NGNGCon. No problem. Uh, Yeah, it may be like a model airplane or something like that, but we can hook you up. Awesome. And joining us, as usual today, Garth. How are you doing, Garth? I'm doing well. Very good. Well, uh, because of your limited time, we have moved the community questions to the front of the show, so we're going to dive right into community questions. First question is from Charles JT1977, and he says, What about giving players the ability to send a distress signal by pressing a button? Basically, your position is pinged on the battle grid to alert teammates of your danger and request assistance. Uh, your battle mech will display SOS, and a unique sound will be heard when activated. <laughs> I could think of some funny sounds like Garth going, I'm going to die. Uh, <laughs> is team-based game is a team-based game, and this feature would help us new players. Now, actually, I'll just uh, give my input real quick, um, which is that this is something that is available in uh, World of Tanks. You can ping if you want somebody either to assist you uh, with a target, so um, it's good for focusing fire. And then there's also one for like, help me. I just 
totally overextended and I'm up shit creek, please come to save me type thing, which does ping you on the, the little mini map. I think it would be uh, something cool. What do you guys think? I love ping at location. Love. Love? Why don't you marry it then? What about you guys? Anybody else? What do you think? Is there any... Impy, well, you. Uh, I, I, like, I like the idea. I'm just worried about, you know, you might want to put a limit on it to keep people from going ping, 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 like through the whole game. Like a cooldown? Uh, yeah. That doesn't uh, happen yeah. in World of Tanks. I don't know why, but Brandon, what is your thought on uh, it? As someone who's played a lot of Dota and Dota 2, um, definitely the command wheel is by far one of the greatest additions to the game. It allows for quick updates on the... Uh, uh, on the fly without actually having to sit there and type stuff. You just hit a button, move your mouse up a little bit, and then it automatically pings uh, your location or uh, basically a preset command line. It's really good for basically if you have someone on your team who doesn't have a microphone, you can call out like a location of an enemy or something like that on the fly. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think the cooldown is just the easiest way to um, make it so that people can't spam that shit or whatever. Is there any uh, negative uh, views on having that besides the spamming? I don't think there's any really negatives to that suggestion. Uh... Yeah, I think it'd be a good feature and uh, definitely would help new players and uh, vets alike. Next question is from, uh, let's see, Octantis. Uh, he says, next time you talk about maps, can you ask this question? Is there or can there be a map on just a normal planet? I like this idea. Uh, you know, green grass, 80 degrees, sunny day, maybe California, I guess. Uh, perhaps some rolling hills. It seems like most maps are very inhospitable places. It would be nice for a change of pace, fighting over a world that people would actually want uh, with, you know, nice summers and so forth. Basically, I just want a map with blue sky, white clouds, and green grass. Uh, this is a very good point. Uh, maybe it's because it's all in space or whatever. The, the trains are very inhospitable. What do you guys think? Would you like uh, blue skies with white clouds? I want Bell to skip to the daisies. If nothing else, then to just to have it. I mean, there has to be some resort-type worlds out in the galaxy that can't all be desolate waste. I think we need a, uh, a Windows XP startup screen world. <laughs> Sponsored by Microsoft. Clearly. Yeah, like Wildshot is saying, or excuse me, like Dyrus and I, something Earth-like, but not exactly earth uh, i'm sure they can figure out some ways to distinguish between the two perhaps unusual rock formations or something like that but still a place where you could imagine people would want to live uh i know there are a few places in the inner sphere that are untouched by war but there's got to be some nice spots where people vacation the grass could be red trees could be uh you know purple now, when I first read this, my first thought, of course, was Forest Colony. But I think Forest Colony even is, you know, it's a little under the weather, so to speak. It's it's kind of uh, dark. Um, well, are we it's talking, New Jersey. Are we talking original it's Forest Seattle. Colony? Because the original Forest Colony map was nice and sunny. <laughs> and then it's we have the current one, which has got the haze and stuff like that. Right. Tourmaline's nice and sunny. Now, <laughs> a, a world that I would really like to see put in there is something done with kid. Done with what? Two kid. It would oh, probably, oh. yeah, it probably be from after Lord. the clans, yeah, from more. The, the, I mean, that would because they they use Tukid as a um, as a proxy for Earth. So I think that would go really well along with what you guys are talking about. It's not, not a bad idea. Not two kids, George. Oh, um, okay. I thought you guys were talking about like some kind of goat planet. No, you mean <laughs> Tukid? Tukid. <laughs> That's how I always read it in my head. Yeah. Confused. 
What is the description? I of still think kid? we should have the Happy Little Planet. I mean, Tattooing? like Bob Ross, have Bob Ross design it. You know, Happy Little Trees and you know, Happy Little Clouds. Bob Ross, nice. Yeah, there are no limits awesome. here. Happy <laughs> little flamer burn, burning sure. it all down to shit. Yeah. Come on, I'll tell you, it's the nice, it's the nicest, it's the nicest planet you've ever seen. <laughs> sure it is. It's a happy little place. We should all go there. Yes. Uh, love you, George. Okay, so now, obviously, when you start talking about maps, uh, everybody loves to pitch in and, and give their, like, this is a map we need to do. And I think there's tons, which is cool, because I think there's an endless supply of ideas. Um, just off on a little tiny tangent, what kind of maps would you guys like to see? Just make your answer short. Uh, Greg? Uh, new maps? Hmm. Jesus, I even Astero- have an answer, Some Greg. kind of asteroidy type map would be cool. That's cool. You know that's grabs. on the way. Yep, that's coming. Um, Wingbreaker, what about you? Uh, I'd like a, a an island map, like small islands, kind of an archipelago sort of thing. Ooh. Can I go? Can I go? Impy, what about you? Uh, well, I had Python 3 just say underwater map, but me personally, I would like to see something done with uh, lighter gravity. Mm, I like that idea. I love underwater map idea. Well, Garth, let's hear from you. Now, not counting the maps that you know are uh, currently being developed, what kind of map would you like to see? I would like to see unique things like low grav and underwater, just for a change of pace. I think people would actually come to hate these more than they think, but I would yeah. really like to try it. Because the idea of just, you know, going around underwater, like, can you imagine how slow an atlas would be underwater? It would be ridiculous. Oh, my God. And, what about, uh, uh, and like, a network of caverns that could be combined maybe with the underwater thing like there are a couple interesting battles i'm thinking of victor davian's first clash with the clans where there are these like intricate networks of uh, caverns and tunnels and some of them are submerged and there's waterfalls yeah it's under isn't, isn't that living an arena legends. on solaris it sounds to me yeah. like thunder rift in uh, living legends but if i were to pick the next map uh for me it would be something like new york city i want buildings so tall that you can't jump on top of them or over them uh, and I want it so that you have to brawl up close. So definitely uh, something all uh, in New York City. Well, I'm still saying my my idea for a map would be pretty cool. I think it should be like like Greg had said, some kind of a you know an asteroid looking thing, very you know moon surface like, but with like frequent meteor showers or something like that. Something that would be unpredictable to the players. You know, just shit dropping Suddenly down lava out of the kills sky. Everyone, no, yeah. not lava. I want to well, see an asteroid take Phil out when we're out you there. Could have, yeah. I'm thinking like, uh, oh, what was it? Was it Armageddon, the one where they were on the asteroid drilling? And yes. 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 All right, something where the, the terrain like shoots up out of the ground and actually changes mid-match, perhaps in a way that's not easy to predict. Yes, that'd be cool. Very cool. As long as uh, Liv Tyler's there, I'm all for it. A Godzilla map? Can we have a Godzilla map? <laughs> yes. Make it you happen, have to take Earth. him down. <laughs> I'm definitely right, going to have to, on. Uh, here, uh, oh, I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to agree with you. I, I think a city map would be by far probably the best thing to see right now, but I want to see the uh, elevation use. So um, perhaps have an overpass or something like that that you could walk down or even buildings which you could scale in some way. So they would be like collapsed in in a ramp like fashion, which you could scale up to go to and like roof to roof if you have jump jets. I yeah, want no. a hexagon floored map that you can only move every ten seconds on. <laughs> I, I just, I just had tactics. an, I just had an image of of, uh, of I think it was Twisted Metal World Tour, uh, the Paris map. Well, there we go. 
hope that answers your question, Octantis. Um, we'll move on to the next one. Marcus Tanner asks, can we expect to have the option to see the status of our entire team rather than just the Lance? By the same token, could we have, uh, could someone have the option to remove that panel completely to enhance visibility? It'd be nice for players to have more choice over how they allocate their visual real estate and how they want to balance information and visibility. Uh, first of all, I'll go to you, Garth. Do you know if there's anything in the plans with UI 2.0 so that it is editable or anything like that? The map or the UI? No, your your uh, heads-up display. There might be limited, but I don't think there will be full. That leads to hilarious problems, but I think there might. I know we have... It will be much easier once UI 2.0 is out. So I'll say uh, maybe on slight customization. It won't be like Guild Wars 1 where you can just put whatever you want, wherever you want. Right. Sorry. So what? you guys, anybody else have anything to uh, add to that? I think it would be nice to have some form of customization, even if it's just the uh, in-mech cockpits. I'd really love to see those be implemented a lot more and used a lot more. Okay, I don't think it's uh, the end all for things that need to be uh, dealt with right now or, or features I'd like to see, but be interesting, so we'll see where that goes. Move on to Dagger 626 question, and that is, of course, Jamie from NGNG. He says, regarding the ghost heat scale, is there anywhere within the game that this is explained? Uh, how would a new player know that such game mechanics exist until they see it in the MWO form? Are there plans for that info to be in the tutorial? And he actually brings up something that I'm happy he's bringing up. He basically asks, is that uh, maybe in Garth's tutorial that he mentioned in the last podcast uh, or displayed somewhere in UI 2.0, which leads me to ask, are the heat penalties currently reflected in the bar graph for the heat efficiency in the mech lab? So, Garth, could you answer that? Okay, they're not. But can you maybe delve a little bit into your tutorial? People were um, wanting to hear more, and we kind of glossed over what your tutorial is that you're creating do you have anything else you can share on it as far as maybe what uh, what it'll be? Um... I believe it'll actually be in the mech lab itself when you equip more. Like, as soon as you hit the amount where the penalty happens, it will warn you on screen. I'm not sure how exactly. There will be text on screen that will say, just so you know, blah, 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 heat will result if you offer these weapons. Okay, so that's cool regarding his question, the ghost uh, heat scale. But more specifically to, to your uh, tutorial... Can you give us any more information than you gave us last time, which was just that you were basically working on one? Uh, not really. Uh, it's Parts of it will be in fairly soon, but it will be a, a process of having the very basics in and then adding the more advanced parts to it and so on. Like, we don't have, you know, crazy AI that you can battle with to practice on or anything. So uh, until we get to something like that, it won't be totally complete, but there will at least be something for people to do besides drop into the training grounds and shoot mechs that stand there so it'll it'll be more walk you through how to do everything cool now some people brought up uh past MechWarrior titles tutorials now i do remember some i forget which uh titles they were and i'm sure people in the audience will let me know um but there's like you know like the smart ass uh drill sergeant or whatever kind of walking you through how to move your mech and how to shoot and target and etc cetera, etc cetera. you guys have you guys looked at that garth is that something that might be coming yeah, um, that's kind of actually how I wrote some <laughs> already, but uh, I think something like that is what we want for the more advanced part. The basic ones are basically just going to be text on screen, just to be, make it as simple as possible, you know, walk over here, turn this way, jump up and down, like just the super simplistic FPS stuff. But once we get into more advanced things, I think that's where things like that will come into play. Somebody says we need, uh, yeah, what's that guy's name? Ermy? The guy that does those shows on History Channel and shit, or the Military Channel, 
Arlie Ermy. Yeah, that guy's fucking classic. Emery. Awesome. Arlie Emery. <laughs> yeah, Emery. Is it Emery? Whatever. Yes, Arlie Emery. I bet you could do a good uh, impersonation of him, George. Uh, if I want to lose my voice, yes, I have done him. <laughs> I have done him in a Civil War game, but yeah, I'm not going to do it now. Thanks. Okay. Well, we know something better is coming. Uh, definitely, the game is lacking something for uh, new players and and kind of bridging the gap between uh, other first person shooters and what it takes to be a mech warrior. So. Hopefully we'll know more about that soon, and of course, Garth will keep us uh, up to date on what's happening with that. And we'll move on to the next question, which is from Strum... Brandon, you want to help me with that? What is it? Wheel? Strum Wheel? Uh, I'm going to say Wheel. W-E-A-L-H. Yeah. Strum Wheel. Strum Wheel. Strum Wheel. Okay, Are there still plans to implement the, basically, the MagScan... Uh, detector described in Dev Blog 4 as it allows pilots to see metal through solid objects. As an additional sensor type, and in what ways will it be similar or different from the currently available detection modes? Uh, Garth, do you have any info on this? I don't yet because it hasn't fully been done, so anything I say would be a total lie by the time it comes out. So it'll be pretty much like it was already described, but... I'm, I'm not sure the as far as I know it will just show metal but whether or not that will be like if you're looking at rock maybe the rock has metal in it and we confuse it I'm not sure so basically we know it's still coming we just don't know any details right I would say it would be yes. funny if a player like spent 30 minutes shooting at a rock formation thinking <laughs> it was a mech and was like why isn't it going down it must be an assault mech no. <laughs> LRMs are useless a pile of rocks won't die Unfortunately, that's something I see people do uh, from time to time. I think they're probably beginners, but they'll get a target, and regardless of what's in front of them, uh, buildings, rocks, or whatever, they have the thing targeted, so they think, hey, I'm going to shoot it, and they'll shoot straight into the rock or to the building. But yeah, maybe MagScan would I, just make that more prevalent. I still Hell. see people shooting at the uh, decayed uh, death mechs as well, so it could be yeah. pretty fun. You know, what about I still do this stuff. Yeah, I wasn't going to bring up your name, Mippy, but yeah, the the whole uh, shooting the already dead mechs, did it? Did anything get um, changed as far as how long the dead mechs are targeted? Because I definitely have stopped doing that, at least for the most part. No, uh, we, we wanted to see if people would be able to uh, just deal with it, basically, and understand, okay, I killed him, now I'm moving on. And people within a week kind of figured it out, as we expected. So, so we learned... Wow, that's awesome. All right, um, well, since we do have a bit of a crowd here, I'm going to go ahead and take a few questions from the uh, live studio audience. Uh, Boo, who do we got? Dank Hill. Dank Hill. Dank Hill. I was just kind of wondering if there was any way you guys were working on possibly making pulse lasers a better option for brawling. It's like an example. The ERPVC is the same tonnage as a large pulse, and it's direct damage instantly instead of over the duration of the beam you know just kind of wonder if yeah, there's anything there's like a few that things that we'll be able to do with that one is coming next patch and other things are i want to like slash the heat on it i'm not obviously in charge of that but i really want it to be lower i think the biggest issue we face with say mediums is my favorite example is the medium pulse versus medium laser the medium pulses only benefit essentially is the damage the plus one damage other than that it's functionally worse than the medium laser. So the idea is to get it so that it's actually a better choice. And so it might be a little bit of a niche, but I personally think the heat is the major problem. So that's what I'm pushing right now. Yes, and shorter beam time, of course. But um, I think it would be happy next patch if you want that. Um, 
but the main thing I think is also the heat because if it's this high, there's no reason because it also is an extra ton. So like if you're in a, a light mech, you'd never use a medium pulse. It's too hard to cool it and it weighs more than a medium laser. So I think it's a combination of things. Okay, is there anybody that now I I see for the most part I see people saying that uh, medium pulse needs some love. I or not medium pulse, but pulse lasers in general need love, and I see that way more often than I hear people saying that they're uh, fine as they are. Is there anybody out there right now um, that uses uh, pulse lasers and thinks that they're okay? I do have one build that uses them, but it's you know it's too hot to run them all the time. Impy, you do a brawler uh, atlas, don't you? Mm-hmm. And do you use pulse? Uh, I, the, my, my very first build with it had pulse lasers, but, uh, I found a way to scrap them from mediums to save weight and put more heat sinks. Uh, I, I really think the reason they're not used more often is because the amount that you, uh, uh the, the amount, amount of gain you get from them over mediums doesn't even come close to, to, to hitting the penalty that you use for using them with the extra heat and the extra tonnage. That's what I was going to say. It should be a fine balance between the tonnage. Like, you're putting an extra ton on. That means if you're running two of them, that's two more heat sinks you could run if you just ran normal uh, lasers. I think the heat could be brought down perhaps just a little bit. Um, so that plays off a little bit more on the... You're spending an extra ton, but it generates a little bit more heat. But it's still not completely uh, useless. All right. Well, I hope that uh, answered your question a little bit. Uh, let's see. Boo, who do we got next? Connor Sinclair. Go ahead and unmute. For reals? Hey, Connor. All right. Do you guys have any mediums coming along outside of the Phoenix Project? 55 tons. <laughs> well, I mean, one was hinted already with the files, right? Are you talking besides that as well? Maybe. <laughs> Come on. I can't give us some anything. answers. I'll get fired. I can yeah. I can feel the gun to your head right now. I don't right think now. Wolverine weighs, weighs 55 tons. How much does Wolverine weigh? Like 200? 185? Just nod your head if we get close. <laughs> so Connor, you're just saying you want more mediums, or is there anything anything I was specific just you want? Curious. There's a lot of uh, well, people are finding things and they're coming up with their own ideas. So you're talking about the Gintaro? Possibly. There are okay. other things we've found. Now he wants more 55 ton max, you know, score. Which we we of course cannot. You know, I don't know how they're going to perform on the field, though. There's there's just not enough love for them right now. Now, I, I do know that uh, there's trouble finding good 55-ton uh, medium mechs as far as the timeline and where we're at. Is that correct, Gar? There is there's some problem with uh, some of the weight classes. Yeah, 55 is a little barren. Um, <laughs> once you get into some of the weird mechs, you're like, what the hell? Who would, build, who would use this? Why is this here? Of course, if we move Charger forward in time, there's uh, some awesome... Uh, mechs that come into play, but we're not there yet. Yeah, pretty much. All right, Connor. Sorry, we couldn't get to anything more specific, but hopefully no, that's fine. Good enough. All right, thank you, sir. Uh, Boo, who's next? Dark Berserker. Uh, I'm guessing Dark Berserker. Yeah, Berserker. Yeah. How you doing, Dark? What's your question? All right. Yeah, I wanted to know if both going through structure was part of the. Destructive, uh, destructive environment, and if is that still on the table? Oh, having destructible stuff. Uh, partially, yes. Uh, we're never going to be able to have like frost engine style blow up literally the ground and all buildings, but we will be able to put in things like trees and buildings that collapse. So it will be 
eventually, yes, but it's going to take a long time to get there because of the necessary requirements for it. So, oh, later. Yeah. But, but can we shoot through rock? Rock. Uh, rock specific? I don't know. I don't think so. Unless it's specifically destructible rock. Through buildings? So, I might be able to shoot through stuff. Okay. Uh, I guess there's there might be hacks out there for that. Um, <laughs> I think you'll be able to shoot through trees. That work. That will work eventually. All right. Thank you for your question, Dark. Yeah, I mean, the destructible environment thing, we understand that there's limitations to the engine. And so, therefore, it's never going to be like uh, some other engines are. But I remember, you know, three years ago, before even before MWO was announced, Phil and I were playing World of Tanks a lot. And we just thought how awesome it would be to have... Uh, world of mechs or whatever and, and the whole destructible feeling um, I think it would definitely add a lot to e- trees would be cool um, but also you know just some a few buildings here or there or whatever um, just adds to the, the, the feeling and the immersibility of the game so hopefully we get that stuff but obviously you know they got a priority list and so we'll see where that falls in I do have one last quick question from Captain Failboat he asks um would it be possible to create a new module that recreates the old style thermal? It would be obviously need to be expensive, C bills, GXP, or whatever. Um, Garth, I'm assuming the answer to this is no, but could you tell us uh, whether there's any chance that the old style thermal uh, or sniper vision will ever make a comeback? I actually was talking, and one suggestion that has a bit of traction is to have it as a module, but it doesn't go further. It doesn't have the same range as before, but it it'll have the same range as now, but it will look like it used to. So you can use a, a module or something to get the look that we used to have, but rainbow um, vision. Yeah, it's not going to be the old sniper style where it's like I can see for two kilometers, but it will look cool like the old one. I like the I like the old ones look better because I felt like the predators. Yeah, uh, that's exactly. that gonna be my question. Does it uh, is it gonna have the uh, predator sound effects when you turn it on? I, if I had anything to say about it, yeah. Just record uh, Phil's dog. Thank you for your questions, everyone. Uh, sorry that if we didn't get to you, we'll uh, try and take some more next week or uh, during our next community roundtable type thing. So we're going to move on to Mech Warrior Online. And I got to go. Garth, you have a wonderful <laughs> day. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, sir. And uh, yeah, go go say hi to your family. Bye, Garth. Bye, Garth. Bye, guys. Bye, Garth. Me about I love tomorrow. you. We will. We'll see you in the morning, right? Yes, bright and early. We'll go through a few one, things. All right, see you, man. I should so, show up at that. To the stream? Yeah, I should. Hell yeah, please Give do. Give me something to do. You can get in on the uh, microphone action as well, so please do. If you want to be there, we'll, uh, we'll hear some It'd George. It'd be better than cleaning house. Jesus, I'm serious. It would be better than listening to us. When isn't it? Oh, wait. <clears throat> hey, I agree with you. Okay, so moving on, MechWarrior Online, Terratherma concept art. Um, let's see. Brandon, is this your question? That is my question. So why don't you ask it, and then we'll see if we can answer it. Sure. I'm wondering why these concept art uh, assets are not actually up on the MechWarrior Mercs website. Um, I think it would be something wonderful to put up there, uh, like um, there was previously. And unfortunately, Garth has left. But yeah, I I was a little weirded out about that as well. Like, why was it on G+. Maybe they're trying something new. I don't know. Maybe. I just feel like the MW Mercs website is actually kind of... I don't want to say fallen aside, uh, but it's not being utilized to the potential as far as like marketing or getting information out as much as it used to be uh, a while ago. So we even all... if it's just even if it's just concept art or yeah, whatever, just, love just something out there, art, right? Yeah, just something to keep the hype train going. Yeah, I I, I don't think there's uh, anybody in this audience that doesn't want to see more art 
uh, whether it be mech art or map art or anything. So maybe that's something that they're they're you know setting up Google Plus to do that or something. I don't know. We'll have to find out. Um, Speaking of Google Plus, there's also the maybe kind of alternative skins for the Project Phoenix uh, mechs up on there. Yeah. Now this, what, what do you think that these are, Brandon? I think these are going to be the skins for the uh, special hero-like variants of the uh, Project Phoenix mechs. Right, not the regular variants. No. Uh, that would be awesome, because these skins look so cool to me. Um, All I'm going to say is them pauldrons on the Shadow Hall. <laughs> Doesn't remind you of uh, World of Warcraft or anything? No, it, it makes me want to actually climb into a battle mech and like put an elbow into an atlas and run right. it over. Indeed. All right. Next thing is the Creative Update Summer Edition. Uh, in there, we've got Sarah's Mech, which was given out last Friday. Now, they've been handing out the Sarah's Mechs basically with every uh, update, with every patch. So that was awesome. We all got them early, and I've been having a lot of fun with mine. Actually, it got me into Jenner's, which I hadn't been into before. So um, I've been running around in a light mech, which is very unusual. And actually, I'm having a hard time getting back into heavies and uh, even mediums because I've been having so much fun. Now, maybe that's because of hit detection. I don't know. But uh, anyway, we got Sarah's mech. Uh, Terra Therma came out yesterday. And, of course, we've got third-person view enters test phase. Do we want to talk about this now, Brandon, or uh, Let's wait a li little bit lower on the yeah, uh, we'll, schedule. So we'll talk about... And then DX11 coming in August. Uh, so we'll save third-person view for a little bit later in this uh, MWO report. But as far as Sarah's mech, Terra Therma, and DX11, any of you guys have anything to say about those? It's about time for DX11. SLR hmm. Crossfire. Yep, I think a lot of people are feeling that way. Uh, I've still yet to play on Terra Therma, and I've dropped about 40 times since the patch. What's up with that? It's funny, we were doing the uh, stream after the patch came out, and we kept, you know, I don't know how many, probably eight times we dropped, didn't get it, and we kept uh, getting pissed at Garth, because obviously he wasn't working his dev magic, and then we got it five times in a row. But anyway, I've run it a lot of times since then. I don't know why you're not getting it, Brandon. Random is not always random, I guess. What about Sarah's Mech? I would like to just touch on Sarah's Mech real quickly here. Uh, if you have not purchased Sarah's Mech and you're at all interested, head on over to mwmercs.com forward slash Sarah. Uh, obviously, it's an awesome cause. It's going uh, for, towards fighting cancer and um, remembering Sarah. And it's uh, a fun mech, yeah? Uh, current total actually right now for donated is 78500 Yep, we passed the 78,000 mark today, and we're going. The goal, and I think we're going to get there, is 100K. We're going to do a big push last week, uh, but we have until August 20th. So it'll be so awesome that this community uh, has donated so much and has already. Um, I'm loving that. Is anybody else having a good time with their Sarah's mic? I'm actually enjoying it quite a bit. Yep, yep. I'm seeing a lot of them out there. There are so many uh, Jenners out there. It's that's me, and maybe that's also why I'm enjoying my Jenner because uh, if I were in a heavy, I'd just be getting swarmed like everybody else. Ugh, tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, you're usually in uh, big stuff, aren't you, MP? Yeah, I'm. I'm usually an assault and heavy pilot, and and here lately, I've been having to run really fast uh, heavies just to try to counter all the lights that's been running around. Bay. What, what's the name of your um, your atlas again? Uh, big Papa. Big Papa, that's right. You see Big Papa out there, you better look out. All right, uh, next. Go ahead. I, I, I would like to say, along with the line of the... I mean, this is this is the 31st day of the month, July 31st, the last day. July has been an incredible month. It has been like the, the month of giving for right? the MechWarrior Online community. The month of generosity has been insane. I agree. I mean, 
We've talked about the community being fickle and uh, being very intense in the past, but uh, I think what stands out above all, and we're talking about also, um, obviously, your event, Impy, um, is that this community is extremely giving, and I just am obviously not speechless because here I am talking, but uh, figuratively, I'm speechless. Well, I mean, it's something that a lot of people, you know, that, that a lot of the people that come to my stream know it. I mean, I've, I've given them big props, but uh, I, I had made plans to buy the Overlord package, uh, and then that kind of fell the wayside because the the Brat Pack needs clothes for school and all that and, and finances. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, guys, I'm not going to be able to get it. One of my viewers just said, here's 80 bucks, go buy it. Like, it's the drop of a freaking hat. I'm like, really? Are you kidding me? That is awesome, man. And whoever that was, uh, that is very generous of you. Uh, obviously, your services are appreciated, MP. I, I do my part. On to the next topic, that is CBC News. For any of you who haven't seen it, because of Sarah's mech, uh, they've been getting a lot of attention in the news, um, which is awesome. It's just I'm sure that's helped uh, immensely towards increasing the donations. It has leaked out uh, through these news stories is... Something that I'm super excited about, and that's the Wolverine. Um, we've been seeing, actually, Alex Iglesias flying debris working on the Wolverine. Um, he has, the obviously, the original TRO artwork kind of on the side of his computer screen, and he's doing working on his version. Um, what have you guys thought about the Wolverine? It's nice seeing FD in his natural environment. Right. But, what, but specifically, Wolverine. Anybody excited, not excited? Uh, very excited, actually. Um, at first, I thought this was going to be perhaps something we'll be seeing very close to now, um, where we had a... It was either... Uh, last episode, I said my guess on what mech it was going to be was going to be either the a medium mech or a light mech. So I was thinking, once these leaked, oh, man, we're getting the Wolverine in August, but um, maybe not in this case. You never know. Well, so now, what, Russ... What, go ahead. Sorry. What is the Wolverine for the people who don't know? Well, it's uh, one of the Unseen. It's from Dugram, uh, and it is, which is also Battlemaster, uh, Thunderbolt, and the uh, uh, Medium, please. What's it called? Shadow What's the Medium Hawk? we're getting in the pack? The Griffin. Yeah. Thank you, Shadowhawk. Um, sorry, like I said, I'm feeling the weather, so hard for me to remember things sometimes, and maybe because I'm old. But anyway, it is part of that whole uh, class of mechs, the Unseen, Dugram. And what is the other uh, Dugram Unseen that we were talking about? Um, Russ the Scorpion? No. No. I think that's it's Dugram. Um, yes, it is Dugram, boo, but it's not the Scorpion. We know that's not coming in anytime Maybe soon. The Griffin? The Griffin. the Griffin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Russ, what, Russ was on our show a while back, and he had kind of basically hinted towards the Wolverine and the Griffin. So I would love to see the Griffin as well. Kill my dreams. Also, if people didn't notice in the CBC article as well, there was a very odd looking. Uh, version of the Orion on one of the monitors. Oh yeah, I did see that and I didn't, yeah, it didn't quite register what it was when I saw that. I wonder if they're retooling it or reworking it. Maybe that's I'm why thinking, we haven't seen it. I'm going to go out on Wild Guest. I want to say Hero Mech. Because if you look, the artwork is actually a bit different than the original TRO. Or not the TRO, sorry. The um, version they put out. Right, the concept art. Yeah. Well, if they're working on the hero, then that means the uh, regular variants aren't far behind. And I know a lot of people are looking forward to the Orion. Right? Orion or bust. Yeah. All right, moving on to Acid Devs 43. 
Uh, let's see. I guess Homeless Bill had a question on upcoming features, and Brian's response was, a lot of new features are in production and will be rolling out to test servers and then production servers in the next 60 days. 12v12, DX11, third-person view, first victory of the day. Ooh, first victory of the day. So maybe extra experience or C-bills or both or something. Yeah. Yes, engine update. I think that's awesome. Uh, give me a reason to play some of my other mechs that I don't play. Um, engine update. UI 2.0 and Community Warfare will all make debuts on test and then live servers if they are fun and stable. Uh, details and on... Go ahead. I think this is the most important part out of that question. Is this answer coming up right now? The are most we... important part, according to um, Brandon, is details on Community Warfare will be released slowly through August in a similar fashion as the UI threads uh, where we post concepts and request feedback. So obviously, yes, that is big news. People are dying, dying to hear about Community Warfare. I'm literally hooked up to the old Community Warfare IV. I want new information now. So what do you guys think about all that? Let's hear some feedback. I think it's definitely about time that we hear at least some mention of community warfare in a long while. Um, definitely needs to happen sooner than later. Uh, it's very nice to see that August we are going to be getting that community warfare information and sooner. Also, first victory of the day is something that I think also needs to be implemented as soon as possible. Yeah, pretty standard in these uh, free-to-play games. Um, Wingbreaker, you got anything to add to Homeless Bill's inquiries? Yeah, sure. Uh, with the the uh, idea that we're getting more information on community warfare soon, I think that actually does say something to the community that, hey, guess what? UI 2.0 is coming sooner than you thought because they're willing to go ahead and give you this information on that part instead of you know, focusing on UI 2.0. Indeed. Uh, can't come quick enough or soon enough. Uh, Greg, what about you? You got any thoughts? Uh, just in a wait-and-see pattern, I guess. Waiting patiently or not, we'll see. Well, patiently might <laughs> might, not might be, the be word. lightly used, but that's why I said or not. Definitely waiting. Um, I guess I am waiting patiently in a way, like I'm not crawling all over myself about it. But it is highly anticipated. So whether you're waiting patiently or impatiently, you're waiting. And uh, Impy, what about you? You excited about this stuff? Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think every game needs to have. A goal to really grab people and and with community warfare fighting over different positions and territory uh i think will bring a lot of a lot of exciting possibilities to the game and also a lot more of the competitive play that people have been talking about for me being a, a live streamer uh i cannot wait to to uh mix community warfare with spectator mode and actually you know commentate on some of these battles i, th- I think that there's some really interesting things that we can do with that that oh, would be I, really cool yeah absolutely i mean i watch the things that you guys are doing on ngng tv and i'm always thinking you need a spectator mode like in fact i was watching yesterday i think you had to stop somebody from killing you so that you could still remain in your mech to be able to spectate and comment and so forth. I'm not sure if that was happening. I wasn't listening to the uh, sound, but um, I can definitely see how that would help you guys that are running special events and and, and doing stuff for the community. Um, I think we're all anxious to see spectator mode, and I'll give you a hint as why I'm anxious to spectator mode. It's because of Duncan Fisher. What, do I gotta, what, do I gotta pay attention now? What? <laughs> nah, George, you don't have to pay attention. Okay, because I was sending you some the, love. The chat, I like the chat stuff more interesting. We, we, oh, we I know. Keep you, you around because you're a pretty face. <laughs> yes, exactly. And uh, 
Sir Edward has a question on mediums, and maybe this will touch on what uh, Connor was getting at earlier. We'll see. Um, Paul's answer is we are currently implementing some upgrades to the way mediums and lights will handle on the battlefield. Uh, I guess this includes uh, agility buff and quirks, straight up global reward, percentage boost. And another thing we're looking at, as you may have heard recently, is tonnage restriction on teams. Each team will have a minimum and maximum tonnage uh, that their total team weight will have to adhere to. I love this. I've been waiting for restrictions since day one. Uh, What do you guys think? Definitely anything that gets us out of that heavy assault current uh, meta right now as is it is all right with me. Especially if it's the big focus on the mediums and the lights, because as far as battle tech history goes, uh, the mediums have always been the work ho- the workhorse of the battlefield, and just to see them pushed aside for a victor or for an atlas, yeah, to be perfectly honest, uh, I don't like it. All right, but to be devil's advocate, uh, does it matter what they've been in Battletech history? Isn't what's most important what's fun in this game? And now I'm being devil's advocate. Maybe having better lights and mediums is what's fun. But I'm just saying, as far as Battletech lore, uh, does that really come into play? I don't think it really comes into play, but i just like to see a little bit more variety as far as like drop weight and stuff like that. So you're just not getting rolled by eight-man atlases all the time anymore. So that there's at least going to be some mixing and matching and some reason to actually take lighter mechs as well so they give some benefit to the player. Now, right now, I'm kind of feeling like we're getting rolled by light mechs. Isn't Same that here. kind of... Uh, that, yeah, I can see that as well. Definitely with some of the hit detection issues that have popped up again recently. Yeah, so maybe when they fix that stuff, uh, it'll be a different picture. But yeah, I mean, I I appreciate all the 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 weights, the weight classes, um, and I would like to see them all viable. Uh, so basically, whatever it takes to get to that point for me is good. Any of you other guys have any thoughts on mediums or even lights? They need to be nerfed. Why? <laughs> Collisions. Because y'all love yes, the spider, yes. don't collisions, you? Collisions, collisions, collisions. Well, I was gonna say on on mediums, you mean just medium max in general? Yeah, I guess just making them more viable and and becoming like Brandon was saying, maybe the backbone of uh, you know what people are using. Who knows? I'd say uh, when we start to get some more of the fifty-five tonners, we'll see a lot more resurgence in mediums, or at least I think, I hope. You know, I'm a fifty-five tonner guy. That's where what I've been waiting for for a year. But uh, I think that they need to be a little bit quicker. Uh, the speed and kind of maneuverability needs to be looked at, but I'm sure, you know, that's that's balancing stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. I, I think uh, they just need to keep working on the hit detection. They need to keep working on making everything viable. Um, I, I, Out of all this, the thing that I'm most excited about is uh, weight restrictions. I love that idea. I prefer when you have to sit there and think about, um, you know, what's going to be in your lance or what's going to be in your team or whatever and um and those limits to me make for a more fun match overall it definitely as long uh, as you this... still have the opportunity to do four assaults every once in a while <laughs> well weight restriction doesn't mean that you wouldn't be able to maybe i mean i don't know how they're gonna they're gonna you know do the mechanics of it but maybe you could have four in your lance and that means that the other people that are joining the match can't have assaults and and matchmaker will uh make that happen but yeah, I, I agree. I think definitely the weight match, uh, the weight matchmaking type thing will benefit the game in a long way. Uh, I know, personally speaking, uh, with our experience on the Merit campaign, that fitting those weight limits and seeing all the different builds and all the different 
situations you get in because having to meet each other's weight has been probably one of the most fun just doing that spreadsheet. It's, it's been a blast. Absolutely. That's the logistics that I love. That's the stuff that I remember enjoying the most is doing all the logistics, setting up your lights, setting up your team. Um, and that's I've been having a lot of fun with Aces, uh, running um, the eight mans and doing the weight restrictions. Obviously, the problem is for them, uh, you know, a lot of times we go out and it's just everybody's in, um, you know, assaults and, and we get rolled over or whatever. But every once in a while you get out there with other people that are doing weight restrictions too or you organize uh, your matches together. And it's a lot of fun to me. It makes you, you know, you have to force yourself to be more creative and look at some other mech options. And I like seeing people experiment and uh, get creative. Well, I mean, it, it's already been stated that when 2.0 uh, comes out, you will already have pretty much already have your team and know what map you're going to be fighting on before you even choose your max. So, you know, that might have something to do with uh, with um, weight balancing as well. You have a target weight and you gotta you gotta change your pick because of what other people have already picked and and so on and so forth. Well, we shall see. Uh, let's move on to the patch notes. And uh, let's see, in the patch notes, we got Terra Therma, of course, uh, West Weapon System Heat Penalty Linking Seismic Sensor Range Reduced uh, to 180 meters from 200, and Advanced Seismic Sensor Reduced to 250 from 400. What do you guys think? I, I think the biggest thing on here, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but is the Seismic Sensor uh, nerf. What do you guys think? Uh, the nerf to the, the high-grade one sounds... Like, really, really strong nerf. I was wondering, you know, what cases there are. Ah. Um, from my perspective, just listening to the community and people talking about it, everybody thought the uh, seismic sensor um, was a little OP and that it needed to be. I, I also agree that it was a little OP. And um, so I think I'm all right with 250 meters. It's quite a drop from the original performance specs. Like, yeah, I mean, well, it's a massive drop. But also, some might argue that uh, 200 to 400 was a massive increase from going from the regular to the advanced. Uh, what What do you think, Greg? Was it too much? Would you rather see it be 300 to 350? I never used the module myself, so I don't know that I'm in the best position to say. Considering how much that thing cost, I mean, do you, six million. Is it really worth it? Yeah, I mean that that's 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 a pretty good chunk. Yeah, so. Vasco saying it's OP. Um, is it OP even at uh, 250? He says, yeah. Well, wow. what do you guys think? Um, Wing, what do you think? I'd say 200. I mean, I, I think 200 is a good round number for it to be at advance and 150, 180 for normal. I mean, honestly, I never use it myself. I have it for when I need it, uh, but. I actually tended to, to start not using it uh, as time went on because I was just like, you know, this is kind of kind of felt like it was ruining my uh, my situational awareness. Like like people are saying, it was a wall hack. I knew where everybody was. So I mean, two hundred seems fine with me. I know it's at two fifty right now, but yeah. Mm -hmm. I think even implementing some sort of delay on it from the uh, the point, um, so like maybe you're off by like a half a hair of a second or something like that. Well, maybe like those old-time, uh, I don't know, radar, where you had to wait for the whole thing to go around on the... the oh, you know, that would be good, actually. Yeah. So the the blips are separated more. I mean, I'm... I'll be straight up honest. I use it every time. I mean, I, I feel naked without it. Um, 
whether that's good, bad, I don't know. But I use it uh, constantly. I do only have one. Six million is a lot, and I'm always out of C-bills. But uh, I definitely move it to whatever mech I'm using. Whether that's good or bad, I guess we'll see. Biggest concern is <clears throat> a 70-meter difference between uh, seismic and advanced seismic. Is that 70-meter increase really worth the extra that you're going to spend on it? I wouldn't know the answer to that because uh, as soon as it came out, I got advanced, so I've never used a regular one. Um, maybe not. Maybe not, if you want to save money. Basically, the feel I'm getting from people right now and stuff like that is that the seismic sensor right now is kind of like when ECM first came out, that it's basically uh, almost a necessity to uh, do anything, really. Now, is ECM still that way? No. I, I would beg to differ from that because uh, I, I have seismic on my two main mechs. I don't swap out from one to another like a lot, a lot of people do. I've got it in my, my, my main Brawler Atlas and my main uh, Jaeger mech. Uh, other than that, I, I don't run seismic on, on any of my other mechs. Now, Laser Angel says ECM is nice, but so many counters. What about counters uh, to seismic? Maybe something that sends out dummy signals, another module or something like that. Ooh, a pounder would be fun. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's there's, there's options or whatever, and maybe it'll... Do you know how you counter it? Do you know how you counter it? How do you, you introduce counter? lambs. Just don't move. Introduce lambs, lambs to the oh, game. God. Oh, no. Oh, I need to be shot. Uh, I don't look up, and I don't want to look up. Sorry, Bob. Yes, Wing. Go ahead, uh, Wing. Uh, s- slowing down. Like, uh, if you had, say, like a light mech could slow down to a certain speed and say, oh, I'm underneath this speed, then you can't detect me through it. Yeah, go drop down to walking speed. I mean, the obvious counters don't move, but yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think there's a lot of ideas. Um and and maybe a speed thing uh maybe the weight class lights and mediums are harder to detect or maybe you can't detect them who knows or the distance uh i think it could it wouldn't hurt from being toyed with a little bit more um and and tweaked with and and see if something uh is makes you know everybody happy somewhere in the middle or whatever but as long as it's there like i said i feel naked without it moving on to uh what is possibly the next mech that is the kintaro Obviously, some people found some files that uh, have that name, and I think even something that might be the uh, the Hero Mech version. Thoughts? Uh, interesting choice of mech. Uh, that it's is all. Yeah, I, I didn't say it coming. I didn't see that coming. Lanky looking arms and legs. Uh, You're talking about hate. the TRO. I was about to say, as long as it keeps that haters gonna hate pose uh, in the mech bay, I'm all for it. It's gonna be haters gonna hate mech. Yeah, I, I can't I, say that I'm as excited about that mech as I might be with other ones. Uh, it's yet to be determined. I do know, like we were saying earlier, that it was hard to find a 55-ton mech that uh, was viable in the time period. But uh, is there anybody that's super excited about the Kentaro? As far as it being a 55 or itself? What no, would you like to have seen than the Kentaro for the a Bushwhacker? Right? I mean, Bushwhacker is <laughs> the obvious choice for all of us. Mm. What I'm saying is I'm hoping that FD takes something with it and makes it actually look a little bit better. Yeah, that artwork is a little scary. I'm, I'm Actually, I have no idea how FD would... I'll take a nice Sunday stroll, but now from the looks at the at the, uh, at the the TROs and, and, and the loadouts, it looks like it's just primarily a, a, a missile boat. We'll see, huh? A lot of information on it, so there's not a lot to talk about, but we do know that that is possibly an upcoming mech soon. 
the K variant has jumped yet, so that's that's a, an interesting thing. And this is all from Cerna, so don't take any. Yeah, we have no idea bank. what the variants are going to be. This is the big one, which is what is being tested tomorrow, uh, as Brandon put it here, pre-internet barbecue edition. So, Brandon, why don't you fill us? Well, if you if you if your mic works, why don't you fill us in on what this is? All right. So basically, uh, someone over, uh, I got a link from someone that sent uh, t- sent us to the test feedback for the public test tomorrow, and it seems that they are going to be testing third-person view. Let it begin. So basically, you know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody, and then therefore you got this link. Yes. So third-person view possibly being tested. How do we even get into this? So, I mean, third-person view is shit and that it's going to divide the community and so on and so on. Um, um, not, and I'm not dismissing that, but there's just a lot of things that people say as far as third-person view and how it's horrible. Their games like World of Tanks, War Thunder, whatever, whatever. Um, so, what do you guys think? Uh, I think just reading the uh, questions here, uh, there's going to be a lot of press Alt F4 to third-person view jokes. That would yeah. appear to be the case. There you are, Greg. Do you have some uh, thoughts on the third-person view? I... <sighs> <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a fan. I don't think it feels like a Mac Warrior game. But now what, I'm not I'm not okay, against it in principle. I just think as far as an immersion thing, like oh this is Mac Warrior. I always played Mac Warrior one or not one, but <laughs> obviously Mac Warrior two. Now what about somebody who says, well, you just don't play it, then you can keep using first person. Ah, uh, all right. I mean, I guess there are some additional situational awareness gains, but those players will probably die anyway. So, not okay, too so worried about Wing, what do you think? Uh, I think Glazer actually kind of nailed it on the head. Uh, he said uh, that it's fine for them Europeans. I kind of have a feeling that's exactly what's going on here. It's third person, it might not be us. And, you know, that's, that's what's going to happen. As far as I'm concerned with the game, I don't think it's going to be that big of a problem. Uh, but, you know... So why is it a regional issue? I don't understand that. I don't understand that either, but apparently it is. Apparently, uh, people that play in Asia quite often love to have third person. All right, uh, Laser, why don't you go ahead and unmute and let us know what it's all about. I believe Brian has mentioned before when they mentioned uh, region servers outside of the United States, things were in hit detection, was that in addition to uh, regional partners for improving the ping times that some of these partners also wanted third-person implementation as well. So and that's all. Okay. Um, well, let's keep talking about our feelings on it. MP, what do you think about third-person view? Going back and playing some... I mean, I've, I've never played MechWarrior uh, 2. I never, I never really get had a chance to get into that one. Um, but I played a hell out of 3 and a lot of 4. It was in it was in all of those games. And it really implemented very well. Or more viable... But I mean, I still played in cockpit view, and and you can still be competitive in it. I don't I don't have any problem with it, at all. The reason why I love the idea of third person view is so that I can look at my damn mech. Um, but now somebody said, well, just do that for uh for the. You go, thank you, Laser Angel, for uh, training grounds. Now, yes, that could be uh that could be the way they handle it. But for me, and and I'm just you know. Uh, this is just my perspective. I just don't think it's as big of an issue as people are making it. Um, the f- fact that you can opt to use it or not, and if you don't want to be playing against people that are using it, then you won't have to be, et cetera, et cetera. 
to me, that's just not a big deal. Now, this is where the argument comes in that it'll uh, divide the community. Um, I think people are making a lot of assumptions when they say that. Um, they don't have numbers. They don't have facts. They don't have stats. They don't have anything to back that up other than this, they think that it's going to divide the community. Whether they're right or not, I have no idea. I don't have the numbers. I don't have the stats. I don't have the figures. Um, but I just feel like that's a, a real stretch as far as why it's a bad thing. I don't know. What do you guys think as far as that? Now, one thing real quick, like in Star Citizen, they're all going to have third person, but you won't have a HUD. Basically, it's more of a, you can look at your ship, look around it, see how pretty it is. And when you fight, you go back in first person. No targeting reticle. Yeah, problem solved. <laughs> I would, but would that, totally yeah. be on board with that. I think that'd be a perfectly good way to do it. That you're able to look around. No targeting like reticle. That, but then no targeting or anything like that. Yeah, but everybody's going to complain that, you know, why even have third person and, and peeking and stuff like fools. that. Yeah, I, I I I totally disagree with the targeting radical thing because one one of the one of the big reasons I think that they're wanting to implement it is because, and I've talked to people and that I, that actually changed their mind after speaking with them. Um, when you first start, those that have not been playing the old Mech Warrior games and very familiar with them, a new person coming in, their biggest thing controlling their mechs, give them some kind of a of a visual aid, i.e third person view so they can get more comfortable with running these if you don't cater a little bit to new guys then you're not going to have new people coming in the game's going to die i agree uh for the most part and now ogre says here i can give you one number bomb if third person view is a part of clan war or community warfare i'm sorry i say that because of tanks uh and you have with it uh, or you have to play with players using it even if you don't want to, then they will lose me for certain and all my future money, which at this point has been five times what I would normally pay for any single game and, isn't, and it isn't even out yet. I, I guess I agree with that, but I just don't see them forcing you to do that. I mean, they've basically said over and over again that if you don't want to play with it, you don't want to play against people that are using it, then you won't have to. Um, obviously, they need to elaborate on that more and they probably need to elaborate on a lot of things regarding third-person view. But I just don't see this as being a uh, the world is ending type of feature. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't know. I mean, they know all the feelings that people have regarding third person view, and I don't think they're going to shoot themselves in the foot over it. I do think that there's valid reasons why it's good, and there's some valid concerns. Um, as far as people going back to Mech Warrior 4 and why it wasn't good there, I just don't care about that. This isn't Mech Warrior 4. I think that they're going to uh, be smart about it and implement it, hopefully in a way that works. Uh, if not, then maybe it'll be changed. Maybe it'll be taken out. Who knows? I guess where I fall on this issue is that um, it's coming. Nothing we can, we can do about that. And so I just want to see what happens. Like everything else you know, that uh, has come out where people have thought that this is the end of the game or whatever, um, once it's implemented, once it's tested, once it's tweaked, whatever, um, hopefully it ends up somewhere where... Uh, for the most part, people are happy about it. Obviously, you can't please everybody, and there's tons of people that th uh, don't want it and tons of people that do. Uh, so what do you do? I guess you just do the game that you're designing. So obviously, a lot of um, you know controversy over third-person view. Before we move on, because there's so much controversy, is there anything that uh, any of you guys want to add? Actually, to that? Uh, yeah. Okay, wing first. Go for it. Uh, I was just looking at that poll, and I noticed that one of the questions is, Keeping in mind that we intend to have third-person view be restricted in terms of what is displayed on the HUD, how did you feel about what was displayed on the HUD? So, uh, yeah, someone mentioned it earlier that Star Citizen was doing a HUD. Their third 
the person view wouldn't have a HUD. Uh, well, there you go. We don't know how much is going to be on the HUD, but it does very blatantly say right there that the HUD is going to be restricted. Okay, cool. Impy? The only world-ending thing, the only thing close that I ever came was when they started having consumable modules. And even then, I stepped back and said, it said let's just see how things go. Let's just see how they implement. I mean, this it, it could be... Um, and and it's it's kind of the same thing, not the pay to win, but kind of the same thing when looking at third person. Don't just say you'll quit doing it, which I don't. You won't quit doing it, or what you will or won't do. Just play with it a little bit, and if you don't like it, man, I can't blame you for wanting to leave. Nobody will blame you for wanting to leave the game, but I, I just say reserve your your hard line opinion until after it's here. And yeah, I don't think Ogre was uh, saying that he wouldn't see what it's like first, but yeah, yeah I yeah, agree. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't mean to troll uh, Ogre or you at all. I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. for anyone in general, just relax, take a deep breath, and see what happens. <laughs> uh, Laser Angel said, can I have your stuff? I think that's funny, because like uh, other games like EVE Online, for example, um, I knew a lot of people, myself included, when you leave that game, you essentially give all your items to other people, your friends or whatever, if you want. Wouldn't it be cool if you could transfer items in this game? Hopefully that's coming at some point. I'd like to give some Gifting. things to people. Yes. So we'll see where that goes. Guild Banks. Yes, that would be cool. All right. Obviously a lot to talk about with third person but I think there's really not a lot more to talk about now that hasn't been said already and let's just see what happens with testing tomorrow and uh, where this leads now we'll move on to mobile headquarters dev stalker Catrakel, the stalker 3F is watching Paul has a gameplay update you will see the following a percentage of critical damage done to the internals of a component will be applied directly to the inner structure of that component large and medium pulse lasers are going to have their beam durations reduced er large laser is going to have its uh, base heat reduced and ppc and er ppcs will be bumped by one base heat each uh, ps notice a question about terratherma yes you will take damage if you stand and expose lava no longer the longer you stand in it the hotter it's going to get so be very careful and yeah i did see people getting some leg damage today and yesterday so thoughts on this next patch and what's coming anyone love it love that's it love it say. that's all i can say yeah. I, I don't uh i, I don't use erppcs uh i don't use ppcs it's just just i just don't like them for some reason i don't know i use a lot of lasers and i use a lot of ballistics so um i'm, I'm loving the, the 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 duration being reduced I was just going to say, I'd like to see if it's going to make that one build that I was talking about, you know, any more viable with the Rolls 3 medium pulse lasers. Okay, so not a lot of uh, thoughts on that as far as the group here. So let's move on to Brian's. Brian Ackman has, I guess, a dev spec mode is in, future play spec, etc. Let's look at this real quick. Sorry, guys, for the somewhat discombobulated going through this thing here. I wasn't ready to run this, so I didn't check on this stuff in the f- beforehand. Basically, Brian is saying the foundation work is done. For now, it will be dev only, but we can look at making it part of future expansion. What is he talking about there, Brandon? Uh, he's talking about the... Uh, oh, spe- you... yeah, de- spectator mode. Sorry. Yes, spectator mode. Yeah, now this is something... I, I want spectator mode, so the faster they get in, in the better, especially since we're going to be out in San Francisco in September. Phil and I basically doing in-game commentary for whatever tournament it is that they're running. We don't have spectator mode. That's going to be a little difficult. So I'm very happy that this is coming. Pick me up. 
Is that about a, a tournament? I don't know what it's going to be. It's going to be some kind of event. They're going to have a bunch of computers set up, and Phil and I are going to be doing the in-game commentary and using this spectator mode. So, And this is, of course, at the MWO launch event, September 26th in San Francisco. All I can say is that, yes, uh, more, more things like this in sooner would be a lot nicer. So de- definitely, I think... Uh, the spectator mode is definitely a right direction to take, uh, especially if you want to try to establish those competitive leagues and stuff like that, where you can actually have a person who's uh, spectating to watch, basically, as your camera. Two thoughts on spectator mode. Uh, number one is Duncan Fisher. Awesome. Uh, number two is ghosting. That's one of my concerns as far as spectator mode. Uh, I don't know if that was addressed anywhere. You guys, what do you think? If it's running on a delay, it shouldn't be that big of a problem. Yeah, like a five-second delay would be... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so delay is what... uh, Yeah, I guess delays work in a lot of instances as far as fixing, so... Even even a third thought here, just think about the uh, machinima or video possibilities out of this. Oh, yeah. Believe me, I have. Uh, Phil and I talk about that all the time. We're going to see some, I guarantee, as soon as that's in, we're going to see some amazing videos from the people that are uh, doing stuff on YouTube already. It's just going to make it uh, that much better for them. So that's another reason why I like it. So I guess three things. Uh, Also, did you already link, uh, Boo, the Twitch recording of the mode? There it is. is. Okay, so if you want to see what we're talking about, there is spectator mode as it stands today. Um, so check it out. So that is it for MechWarrior Online. We're going to move on to MechWarrior Tactics. Um, basically, pretty much the same. Oh, no, we got some news. So first of all, there's a Founders Update. We'll link that. Same thing we talked about last week. And the big news, uh, Dev Diary and Press Release, is that uh, Roadhouse, the previous developers of MechWarrior Tactics, are gone as far as MechWarrior Tactics. And we have a new developer. Blue Lizard. Blue Lizard. I was going to say green. It is Blue Lizard. But lizards. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not Phil's lizard. Thank God. Oh God. But to be on a side note, remember there was two dev teams working on MechWarrior Tactics. Acronym Games is actually still in, as far as we Correct. can tell. And Acronym was the one based in Vancouver, if my memory recalls correctly. Yeah. So uh, regardless of who's developing it, I just want to see more development. Um, Phil and I have been having a great time playing it. We did do a Twitch stream. We're going to do more. Uh, obviously, there's some glitches, some bugs. Uh, significant uh, at this point. Um, in fact, we played two matches. Our second one, oh. we had to quit. Yeah? I just noticed something right now with MechWarrior Tactics. There's a whole website user interface. It's totally redone. Well, basically, the word that we got is once they got this uh, Blue Lizard set up and they were, you know, the ball was rolling, things are going to happen a lot quicker than they were previously uh, happening. So hopefully the development of this game will speed up and we'll have something more stable and uh, you know more people will be able to participate. But definitely look for some more uh, Twitch streams, YouTube videos, etc. from Phil and myself. Uh, it is currently still under NDA, so it is not open to the public right now to do those kinds of things, but hopefully soon on that as well because the more people that are streaming it or uh, doing YouTube videos, the more attention it'll get. And let's see, uh, Phil's project, Battletech Universe BTU. Um, he just there's a note in here that they're setting up the reticle torso rota- rotation functionality. I know that they work on this stuff uh, almost every day, uh, if not every other day. They're busy, so um, I'm looking forward to more of that. I've played some recent builds, and uh, I think you know it's a fun, fun project, and would love to see more from those guys. And Battletech, the board game. Alpha Strike pre-order. 
sorry, I'm clicking on the link. The awesome thing about this, oh, it's a different picture than what I saw before. <laughs> the picture I saw before was amazing artwork of the uh, Timberwolf. Is that still somewhere around? Uh, somewhere around there. I know it's the cover to the book, but uh, this gives you a few glances of what's inside the book as well and some other information on the book itself. Anyway, yeah, it is definitely worth checking out if you're into the tabletop, uh, which I am. And There's uh, the link right there for the uh, Timberwolf. Yeah, thank you. Amazing, amazing artwork. Talk about mech porn. Anyway, uh, I'm definitely going to be diving more into the tabletop over the next uh, basically two months coming up to NGNGCon. i got to put it all together so we can see who's going to be the game master still working on Randall Bills. Um, like I mentioned before, uh, Russ Bullock will be there. He'll be playing, hopefully Brian Ekman as well, and uh, even trying to get some other people down. So we'll see how that goes. But I have some tabletop fun coming in my future. Uh, we all also have a new feature that should be introduced tomorrow on NGNG, don't we? Uh, something that Wingbreaker's been working on? Is it that tomorrow? Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, well, do you want to talk about it, Wingbreaker? I didn't know you were prepared to talk about it. For sure. Wingbreaker, I, step I, up to the I'm mic. Actually... What's happening tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, what's happening tomorrow? Well, I'm not actually prepared to talk about it, but I guess I will. Uh, we, I bummed on y'all to say, you know, for certain, but I, I, as far as I know, we're producing or we're publishing the uh, yes, first episode. first part of your stories. Yeah, I've, uh, it's a it's an episodic fiction based in BattleTech. I mean, yeah. Yeah, here's the bottom line: if you love reading BattleTech fiction, uh, you're gonna love these stories. I, you know, I read the shit novels and enjoy them, but when there's good writing, well written stories, I like it even better. Um, and Wing is a great writer, and he's starting uh, what I consider a great series here. So definitely worth checking out. We'll be releasing that tomorrow. Um, and like I said, if you like to read Battletech fiction, it is time uh, for some good stuff to come out there. Uh, maybe even... Can we get a radio drama next? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Getting George involved doing either uh, you know, the, the, the books on tape or whatever, or some radio drama, which I've talked about in the past. We'll Speaking see. Speaking of Wing's uh, story, folks, I have read the entire story. It is awesome. So oh, make yeah. sure that you do not miss this. There you go. I, it is uh, George Ledoux's seal of approval. <laughs> Absolutely, it's go set ahead, Wing. Like uh, now, like thirty forty nine, thirty fifty. Uh, well, I think also, the actual... but it's also it doesn't take place in the typical uh, places that you would oh, read. No, no, no. 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 I, I Do you want to hint at that? Or... That's what I liked about it, Wing. You want a hint? Go read it tomorrow. There yeah, you go. I can give There's you hint. a hint. No, give me just a second. No, don't give him hints. Okay, no hints. You want to read Screw it? Read it audience. tomorrow. It's coming out tomorrow. Oh, I'm gonna give him a hint because I want to give the artist props. All right, so this is gonna be the header image. I'm gonna put it in chat. Oh, cool. that was drawn by our own BB Wolf, and if I have to say myself, it's fucking amazing. You don't have to say yourself. I agree. I sat there and watched her do it. And let me just say, scales are a pain in the ass. I would never ha- want to do them myself. But uh, anyway, yeah, it will be posted on our website, uh, nogustnogalaxy.net. We'll post it up on Facebook, or at least the link to it, and as well as uh, our Twitter page. But like I've said before, I love, I mean, I've read all these Battletech novels over and over and over and over again. I can't get enough of it. A lot of them are very poorly written, and I still read them over and over again. So when somebody like uh, Wingbreaker comes along and, and actually does something original, which this is totally original, original storyline, original location, everything about it, uh, it's it's worth it. If you enjoy reading, if you enjoy reading Battletech stuff, check it out. It'll be released tomorrow. Where could they find it, Bob? 
uh, I, I just said, but it'll be on our website, nogutsnogalaxy.net, and we'll also let you know via Facebook and Twitter when it goes up. What about the Google Plus? Is it going to be on Google Plus? I don't know, is it? I don't, I don't know, know, is it? <laughs> so, possibly Google Plus. Anyway, uh, as I mentioned also, and, and, and we are moving along, uh, and thank you, Wing, for bringing that up, as well as MP. As I mentioned earlier, Catalyst Game Lab's sponsorship giveaway is postponed, so we'll bring that out next week. Um, I don't know what it's going to be, but it'll be another cool thing from Catalyst. Uh, thank you, Randall Bills. And we're somewhere around 4,200 likes on our Facebook. If you haven't liked us, give us a like. Give us some feedback. Participate with us on Facebook. If you don't like Facebook, I understand, but uh, do it anyway. Uh, The reason why, here's why Facebook is awesome. Because we're constantly posting mech porn pictures, updates, um, when we go up, the when our, we're streaming NGNG TV, when we post new videos, uh, when we get any sort of news, like for example, uh, as soon as we caught the Wolverine in the news stories, uh, immediately images were posted up on our Facebook. Basically, if you want to have your finger on the pulse of what's happening with Battletech, Mech Warrior, etc., uh, that's the place to be. So head on over to facebook.com forward slash no guts, no galaxy podcast. There's a linky loo from Boo. Also, uh, be sure to follow us on YouTube, No Guts, No Galaxy TV, and uh, Twitch, NGNG TV. I can assure you, following all those things is the cat's pajamas. It is. And if you're into cat's pajamas, that's the place for you. That's a Canadian saying. So Canadian. So let's see. Are we going to attempt this uh, close without editing the names? (laughs) Thanks to everyone, our community. Gosh, dang it. Boo, move your thing. I can't read. (laughs) <laughs> move your thing boo move your thing it's so big i can't see any of the words oh my. <laughs> love the live shows okay here we go thanks to everyone our community our other staff members and everybody for supporting us this was your local no guts no galaxy mech warrior po- pod <laughs> fucking a <laughs> <laughs> okay here we go <clears throat> thanks to everyone our community, our other staff members for supporting us. This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy Mech Warrior podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. This is Darren. This is Brandon, also known as Catrick Hell. This is Greg. This is Boo. This is Wingbreaker. This is Impaler. And this is George. Until next time, Mech Warriors. Hurrah! Ooh. Thank you, George. <laughs> you saved me. It'd be best if you avoid me. But I know you probably can't You sense something is wrong with me You can feel it on my skin But there is more with it Maybe I can be closer now But I don't know how Please help me Just a little off The truth is at one time I was But now I'm a robot Forever